Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Right. So, <laughs> Don't kill me. And I just said to myself, I'm going to apply for a new job. <laughs> wow. No one else got Period. Sorry, Junior. Because... Uh, <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Beatrice, it's Tammy, and it's Sharon, and welcome to the BTS podcast. Ooh. And by the title, you can tell that we are joined by... <laughs> wow, man, Sorry. didn't even let me celebrate. Didn't even let anyone Because you celebrate. never do. <laughs> you always come with your energy is low. So, what's the point? Didn't I was we, actually about we give to start me... celebrating. Please. <laughs> I was anyway, to back to what I was saying. Oh, all right, the title, you can tell that we are joined by a very, very, very special guest. Wow, no one else got Period. Sorry, Junior, because... Uh... <laughs> Junior only got one, you know. <laughs> I'm screaming. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, Gum? Hey, everyone, my name's Vanessa. James! <laughs> Not that I'm blushing. <laughs> nice to have you on Vanessa I'm very Thanks excited to be here oh. love BTS love oh, that <laughs> <laughs> how was everyone's week yeah Vanessa since you're the guest should we start it's with you true. Yeah. it was really good I've just moved into a new apartment so Ooh, I've just got my new yeah. <laughs> in it cute Ari Lennox so yeah loving it loving it and just feeling like really settled so uh-huh. and getting on my interior design game so oh, yeah really love cute. that yeah what about you Sharon um yeah today's only Monday but I was just saying at the start that I just feel so tired it feels like a Thursday mm. um I had like <laughs> fam <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna make it to the end of the week but anyway god day um but I had so I'm exiting I feel like I say this every week but I'm exiting my grad scheme at the moment so I had the first stage of like a four-stage process of my exit today um and I just feel like that just took out so much mental energy mm. you know when you've done something that's just so mentally draining afterwards you just genuinely feel like you've ran, run a marathon that's mm. how I feel um but yeah, I'm starting a course tomorrow, so I'm literally doing the pre-work as we record. <laughs> God damn, God damn. But yeah, other than that, I'm good. How are you, Beatrice? 
Um, I'm good, you know. Um, last week at work, it was a very busy and trying period. And one of my friends, yeah, said this thing. And ever since then, like, it just triggered me. Well, not triggered me. It made me think, okay, this is what I'm going to start doing. So I had, like, a meeting with someone. And the person literally, like, kind of kind of pissed me off. I won't even lie to you. And I just said to myself, I'm going to apply for a new job. <laughs> you know, so my friend I've basically said, yeah, my friend said to me, like, every time someone at work, like, pisses him off, he sends out a new application. So right now, t- today, I was working, but on the side, I was just looking like, okay, let me start doing my CV because I've not touched my CV since, like, I'm going to say, like, year 13 slash first year uni. Wow. Yeah, so literally, like, there's, <laughs> like my CV is, like, geared towards like spring weeks which is how you know how far back that, that thing is, is. Like, honestly do you know what's so funny I was also updating my CV like maybe like four months ago mm. and I was just thinking how did this CV get any jobs no, why am I honestly. seeing skills and interests music <laughs> <laughs> not you with music fam <laughs> I was like, nah, this is too funny. What is this? Oi, no, Skills music. and interests, music. I'm screaming. Um, but yeah, no, I just had one of their meetings and I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm sick and tired of this stuff. Like, you know, when someone's like in their position that's higher than you and they're, they're just chatting like absolute nonsense. You're thinking, I don't know how you got this position, but if you can do it, so can I somewhere else. So that was literally my attitude. <laughs> Not somewhere else. I was like, yeah. somewhere else. Um, but apart from that, though, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty good. What about you, Tammy? Um, my week was okay. Wow, um, you you're still going these one liners. Yeah, okay. but I don't know what else to say. Episode like... forty three, and you're still saying it was okay. <laughs> I don't know what. But else no, to Tammy, say. I feel like you need to now step out a little bit more because oh hey, gosh, not this go. girl again. No, forcing people do. to leave their houses. No, you do because honestly, I feel like it does. I don't think you understand how much it's done for me, like in terms of my mental health. Just even going out for like dinner and just being part of society. Like, I'm not joking. No, <laughs> you guys know I, was society. Society. I didn't know I wasn't society. No, yeah, but, but honestly, like, obviously, Tammy's made a comment like, oh, yeah, like everyone's doing. Concerts. I genuinely feel like if you have like one evening where you've gone to London and gone out, like, I don't know, for me anyway, just those one or two times I've gone out for drinks, gone out for stuff, it's made me feel a lot better. Yeah, no, okay. I have to agree. Great. I have okay, to that's Stepping fine. Okay. Is doing so much for me. So mm. Definitely. Okay, that's that's all then. fine. That's all fine and dandy. Yeah. I put <laughs> up a snap saying, "Oh, everybody's out. I really want to go for cocktails." Mm. That's fine. Bitch has replied to me, but I don't know whether she saw the reply that I gave to her. But she was basically like, "But if we ask you, you won't come." I said, "Okay." But the last time that out, there was oh, soil in my not food. This so again, so no, what exactly? Come on, indoors open is, now. Hacker is open. It's there to be chopped. <laughs> Although I don't know what they're doing. With I try. They're Honestly, moving a I bit try. mad though. Have you guys Why? seen the, the, the thing for hackers? What you need to do to book it? What do you need to do? You have to do a deposit, but the deposit is £50 per person. They were doing per that before. Person. No, they weren't doing that before. Tammy. Yes, they were. No, they when weren't. I went. No, they when weren't. I went, when I went. Okay, when that's I go... during Corona though, right? Yeah, like when I went last year, they did that. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we're talking about pre-COVID bookings, though. Yeah, I thought things now would just kind of calm down. Like, most places I know are doing, like, 25 pounds per person. Maybe, yeah, exactly. Everywhere I've booked recently has been, like, 25 25 pounds per person. 25 pounds, but 50. Oh, no, when I went, yeah, when I went, when I went, how many was, there was five of us. What was your birthday, though? No, it was before my birthday, so it was, like, August 
September times. I think it was set to in September. Oh. And it was and that was when it was fifty pounds deposit. Jesus, I love it. Yeah. But and then, like... but then when I went, but then when I went in November, I don't think we paid. I really think it depends on your party size. Because when I went in November, no, I, it was only... two. I did. I did it for. I was trying to book it for two. Can't lie. And that was. Did you? Was it online or did you call them? Online. Um, I may maybe if we try calling them, maybe and it's two, and then it'll be two of you. Then it'll be fine because mm. when I went when I went in November, there was three of us. But I feel like the person that the, the guy that I went with, he booked it on. Um, mm. He called them and booked it. Mm. So I'm not sure, but I know definitely when I went in September, I yeah. paid fifty pounds. I mean, like, obviously, when you go us. to Hakkasan, like if you have like a proper meal, I guess, like you will spend more than fifty pounds. But even so, like I just think it's a bit much. Like twenty five pounds for me sounds like doable like that sounds reasonable but 50 i don't know why it just it just seems a lot especially when you start having a group of people like that's just a lot of money but anyway that's yeah, the point i think I it's i think it's do you know what it is i think it's because they just want to know if you're coming you're coming yeah. if you don't then that's what it is because i do think it's quite a popular restaurant so wait mm. i've heard though that like, booking restaurants nowadays is actually oh. an extreme sport Absolutely. Why was I trying to book the landmark London and the next booking for dinner was in September? Jokes. It's crazy. I used to work at the landmark. That's so really? Much. I never eat there now. <laughs> really? Yeah, I used to be a server. Who the heck waitress. did you work there? In fourth year of uni. Yeah. Oh, wow. Kyle and I both worked there, actually. Yeah. No oh, way. Oh, you learned something new. <laughs> Not you learn something new. I'm flipping screen. No, you do. Wow. <laughs> couples' jobs. Oh gosh. <laughs> Not his and hers. Landmark London. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm screaming. But yes, I will start going out if that's if that's. If uh, yeah, that's I just think you it will help you a lot. But you need to get on job and start booking ASAP. Yeah. Like, but most places are doing walking. So really, like, it's nice. Um, but it's a, a bit risky. Yes. It's a bit risky. Yes, a lot of restaurants are doing walking. Like, I wanted to go to um, is it now N N A N A zero N A zero now N A O N A N A O now London. Not you, mistaken. N A zero. it's been a long day. N A O London in Mayfair. They were like, "Oh yeah, just walk in," and I'm just like, "Okay," but then I don't know whether that's changed. Since the whole indoor, outdoor thing, but boy, I don't know. But I would definitely start going out. I'll see. Do you know what it is? It's just it's literally just getting ready and leaving. Yeah, it's effort. That is what it is. Once I'm out, I think it's just the weather. I think when the weather picks up, everyone will want to be out. Yeah. Sorry, I keep on referring back to when we went to radio, but I was freezing. It was cold. It was raining. Then there's now soil in my food. Honestly. I said that's it. Me, that's that's. I'm not going out for the next month. Don't kill me. <laughs> but you know what's so <laughs> funny? Yeah. Sorry to even continue on that, but there was a couple of people that actually went to Radio Rooftop Bar this weekend, mm. and li- every single one of their snaps, they all commented saying, "Why on earth is the porn star martini so expensive?" I feel like we weren't the only ones that fell victim. No, it was a lot, a lot of people. It was um, very expensive. Yeah, man. A lot of people fell victim to that as well. Was it twenty one pounds? Um, yeah, Yikes. yeah, and we were basically already three in before we even clocked. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> because the, that price wasn't sorry, that price 
was not on the menu. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do. No, they know. They know the that they know. like it. That's why they don't put it on the menu. Twenty-one so pounds for a porn yeah. star martini. I can't. Oh gosh. Fam. Jesus, take the wheel. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Oh yeah, so as you guys know, um, every week we do a song of the week and obviously we have Vanessa on this episode so I'm going to hand over to her to talk about the song that we're going to add to our playlist. Right, so my song of the week is Gyra by Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music. It's like the most incredible gospel music, like gospel song that has like, I don't know, touched my soul in a way I just can't even explain. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm obsessed with it so yeah that is my song of the week amazing no honestly I really really like that song as well to be honest when I first listened to it I was like ah. you know when you just put something in your spirit moving hey god you have to raise up your hand as well now nah, that's how I felt so I 100% agree with you there Um, we'll put that one on our Spotify playlist I don't even want to go to Tammy because let me not even draw out again but we'll put it on our Spotify playlist Oh um, gosh, here and we go. also be on our Instagram, <laughs> on our Instagram story as well, and hopefully for you Apple Music. I know you Nigerian people that don't make that. Some people might not still have Spotify, but if you are still kicking with Apple Music, we'll try. I promise, we'll try this week to make sure that's all set up for you guys, so you guys can vibe to it as well. So yeah, sorry, that's just of... just going on that. I actually need to start listening to gospel music. Like no, I listen, listen to gospel to... music. I li- <laughs> hey, okay. okay. Before you guys crucify me and make me seem like I'm Judas, I'm just saying that. Wait a minute. Hold on. How did the gospel music? The gospel music that the gospel music that I listen to. Yeah, how do I explain it? I listen to the same ones every time. Like I don't. You're not up to date. out. No, I don't actively go out when people start to. Oh, I really, I'm like, who the heck is that? Like, I don't even know who that is. Like, I'm I literally screaming. listen to this, like, I listen to the same song every, like, not the same, but same particular songs every time I want to listen to gospel. Like, I don't what actually venture are, out. Generation, that one. Oh, fam. That's one song. That's one song I'm ready to listen to. Elevation yeah, Worship, like, literally got me through uni incredible like legit i cannot wait for them to have like a concert mm. in london yeah mm. i mean they're doing one in the states real soon and i was just like i would actually hop on a plane wow i would, I would as well if i got that kind of money but i mean <laughs> i'll just dial in i'm sure there'll be a streaming link or something <laughs> no, <laughs> no they honestly are just so incredible like mm. tammy i'll put you on some songs yeah. Right, yeah, send them my way because not gonna lie, I'm tired of listening to Sinatra. We are a chosen <laughs> <laughs> every time, and then oh. and now I start listening to Lara George. Like, I need oh, to... <laughs> not Lara, oh, know it's a tune, fam. Absolute tune. Oh my god, <sighs> but yeah, guys, we'll be on our, um, on our Instagram story as well, so make sure you guys tune in. Okay, guys, so as you can tell by the title, well, to be honest, I don't know what the title is going to be. I as got you can a tell, damn clue. <laughs> I got a damn clue. But as you can tell, um, we've got Vanessa on the pod. And obviously, we just want to ask her a few questions because obviously she's in a long distance relationship. So we think, so we thought it was a good idea for her to come on and talk about her experience with that. So the first thing that we want to ask is how long have you and your partner been together? And if you can just tell us a bit more about you and your man 
Mm, you and your man. Kinda sounds so weird. God, you just feel like I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. So yeah, my boyfriend and I. We <laughs> were, uh, <laughs> Not you trying to make it sound young and hoppy. What's going on? <laughs> young and hip. I'm so young. Young and hoppy. <laughs> young and hip. <laughs> Youngsters. <laughs> Anywho, my boyfriend and I, we've been together just over, like, six years. Hey! God, God I'm to everlasting. <laughs> everlasting to, to everlasting. everlasting. <laughs> so, yeah, like, seven, seven years in January, which is just wild wow. to me. It doesn't feel like... I mean, it feels like I've known him forever, but it doesn't feel like we've been together that long, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, we've been together since then. We met properly in our first year of uni, um, and started dating then and yeah it's been six and a bit years since and still as happy as ever I love that I sorry love I'm gonna that. be nosy obviously if you don't want to talk about it but you know when you um like got to know each other how long were you guys like dating for before you became official so this is so corny but so he asked me out on a date Oh yeah, and I was like uh I didn't really know him or anything I didn't know him like that so I was kind of just a bit like uh okay like we can go to dinner um I was so happy to get to know him because I'm you know me like I'm a social butterfly so I was happy to like have a friend yeah he was like let's go on a date and I was like okay cool like you know you're gonna pay for dinner it'll be nice (laughs) and genuinely that night I like knew that he was like hey person like wow wow Whoa. everybody just tap into this blessing Amen. <laughs> why is it all these people are coming with love at first sight please well i mean i'd seen him before right we went and we also went to school opposite each other so we, oh, we yeah, knew true, of true, each true. other before we like met again at uni mm. but i never ever saw him like that and he it's like he definitely glowed up between school and uni he was my guy in it <laughs> I mean we both did to be fair but like he definitely like yeah so then yeah dinner that night was very like oh my god he's just an incredible person and I just really wanted to spend more time with him and he wow. felt the same way so like we we typically talk about that day being the first day of like us wow um but yeah I think he officially asked me out maybe like six weeks later wow but we were basically wow. like I'm guessing in between that first day and then the six weeks that like, you spent a lot of time together yeah we were literally together like every day so it was really like you know I guess your with first uni year as uni, well you yeah uni's different and six we weeks just, at like, uni is like out. three months yeah in real life right yeah. literally yeah so we just hung out like basically every day always like studying together and like people thought we were like a couple Mm. and we basically were and then he didn't really ask me out to be honest I I always like take the piss out of him now because I'm like when you asked me out you didn't actually ask me out you did that whole like you know you're my girl (laughs) and I was like that's not how you ask out a girl you know like but he kind of literally felt like we'd been together since our first date so like that's kind of how it was so oh that's so sweet so um at what stage did you so are you saying that that first date was when you were like okay I can spend forever with this person or like when was that kind of when was that light bulb moment for you I genuinely so this is so wild but literally I sat there and he said something and I literally was like I really feel like God just said 
I could spend the rest of my life with you. It was so weird. Wow. And I, I wanted to throw up and not, because me, I'm a very prideful person. <laughs> I'm not going to tell no man that, you know, I want to spend the rest of my life with him, especially when I had like <laughs> taken the piss and been like, oh, I don't really want to go on a date. Like, you know, I don't know him like that, etc. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there swallowing my pride being like, oh my God, like I feel weird and like whatever. So definitely there was a moment then, but then I guess, like months into it where I was just kind of like oh my god like this is like real I've never mm. felt like this about anyone before wow. so yeah oh, wow. that is so beautiful <laughs> I wish you could see my face right now like. no trust me why am I smiling like this is, why no am I smiling? It is so cringe oh my god I can't believe I did no it's not cringe at all it's actually so beautiful wow Obviously. hey god oh. <laughs> what where is my um, love at first sight, please? Flipping it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you said that you've been together um, with your boyfriend for, what is it, six years? Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> As Vanessa's been talking, I'm just thinking, I'm just, you know, when you just look back on maybe all the past people that you've talked to, you're like, did we even, did we, oh God. Anyway. <laughs> what are you even <laughs> saying? I'm so cool. Um, we, yeah, thank, we thank God. I like you're triggered. I'm not triggered. I'm just thinking like, wow. So there's people out there that are, you know, progressing so quickly. <laughs> but obviously everyone's journey is different. Like, it's not always, exactly. it's not always exactly. like that at all. So. But it's, like, it's really good to hear, though, that that, that is... No, honestly, it is. Yeah, yeah, and I also think that, like, like obviously, Vanessa's mentioned, you know, something clicked within her, and obviously, she was tuned in, and she heard God kind of give her that kind of feeling. You have to be tuned in with God, and I think that's something that you've kind of touched on a few times, actually, since we've obviously started the pod. Like, I think, you know, having God, having that connection with God as well, kind of, you know, allows you to assess the situation. Because I know for a fact, like, obviously I haven't really met I don't know if I've met the person who I'm going to be with for the rest of my life or not but it's just like knowing that I think it's good that you were able to kind of have that relationship with God so that at that moment you did know and obviously it's manifested now and I know that's not as straightforward as just like having that feeling and then it, it just happens obviously yeah, exactly. there's a lot of work that you've clearly going to put in and obviously we're going to touch into that over the over the six slash seven years um, but yeah, I just thought that point was really, you know, something that that's for me. That's what stood out to be honest. The fact that you heard from God mm. and you felt that feeling, and you kind of tuned into it and you allowed it to manifest. Because for me personally, yeah, I know myself. Allowing. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a beautiful thing. But yeah, that's crazy. Um, in terms in terms of like, because um, obviously I know that um, your boyfriend has like met your family and then vice versa. Like, how was that? How's because because for me I've spoken about it on the pod before like if I was to get into another relationship like there's no there's no or oh, we're meeting after there needs to there needs to be quite a bit of um like time before I would be able to like introduce my dad and my mum to someone else so like how was it for you like how long did it take before um like you introduced them to like your parents and stuff. Yeah, so for us, it was uh, about a year, I think. So 
like my parents knew about him from day one I'm super close with my parents like you guys probably know like my dad is my absolute best friend so I mean I grew up thinking you know if I ever get a boyfriend like he'll have to be like xyz and like match up to my dad and like I just never thought that anyone would really like match up so immediately like on our first date like my parents knew about it valentine's day which was like i don't know like two weeks after like my dad knew about like knew we were going on a date again and like was speaking to him like through the phone being like you better treat her right all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> and they knew of each other like really early on and then in terms of meeting in person i think we did like a family day out like to like an arcade eat food etc like that. a year in yeah I'm we wanted to do an activity <laughs> Because I always think that that meeting has to be so, like, formal sit-down. Hello, my name is... No, that was the last thing I wanted to do. Because at the end of the day, at the time, we were obviously still quite young still. We were, like, Mm. 19. I was 19, he was 20, and I just was not about to have, like, you know, some serious sit-down with, like, my parents and whatever. So we just, Mm. yeah, we went out to eat. Like, an activity is always good where they can be, like, competitive. So, like, him and my dad were on separate teams, and it was just like it was so fun and I have like three siblings younger than me so they kind of broke up the ice a bit and it was just yeah it was really fun I love that I love that yeah definitely taking notes what what do you think um just kind of obviously you've been together for such a long period of time what do you think has been really key to sustaining kind of a healthy strong relationship I would say, like, ultimately, like, friendship is the most important part. Mm. Um, Like, it sounds, I keep saying cringy, it's not cringe, but I think it's real to say that, like, he is my friend, like, he's my absolute best friend. Um, Like, I have loads of girlfriends, I have loads of guy friends. Like I said, I'm I'm a social butterfly, I am that, I'm, like, out at every event. But Mm. in terms of people I can be truly vulnerable with, like, I'm very strong on the outside, very confident. But if I want to like bear myself, like my my soul, I do not do that to very many people. Like it's mm. just not a thing. Um, and so he was definitely one of the only people I felt comfortable enough being exposed to in that way. Mm. And it's because he's been a friend like mm. from the beginning and we like grew a friendship so I'd say, like, that's probably the most important thing. And we were both, like, on the same page from the very beginning. We've grown up in big families and, like, we love our parents. We love our siblings. We grew up in church. Our parents are pastors. We have mm. our... And we felt, like, the pressure of being, like, a PK, but then, like, found our own faith, like, as individuals and then together. And I think mm. where mm. you're both, like, aligned like that... Like, people talk about being equally yoked and, like, I think people grow, right, in your own faith over time. Yeah. I've, like, you know, had struggles, him at different times, and it's about, like, building each other up and, like helping each other through those moments I think that's really helped us over time um yeah so that's like friendship faith and like just having the same sort of like I don't know like morals like things in common like that's really kind of helped us Mm. um I actually have a question so obviously you touched on the fact that you guys met when you were young and obviously you met the beginning of uni and I think something that 
I mean, we had an episode with our friend Junior who has been in the relationship, I think, for five years and then they recently got engaged. Yeah, I, listened, I love that app. Yeah, it was a really good episode. Shout out Junior again. Um, but yeah, so um, one <laughs> thing that shout I think... out to every episode, boy. I know. <laughs> um, one thing that I wanted to touch on is simply just that whole transition. Because obviously, like you said, you know, it's a long time so you, I'm sure you you've grown as a person obviously you can at the beginning have conversations about what you want you know be aligned but obviously people grow and I feel like uni is such a time where the real world doesn't really hit you like you're in your bubble you know 100%. it's just you guys you're not really kind of dealing with external life and I think one thing that I definitely wanted to touch with you in particular is because obviously both of you guys are doing really well with like your careers and all those things but how was it kind of transitioning from uni where you have so much time together you're in each other's space obviously you both went to uni in London right yeah. um so you weren't too far from each other how was it going from that to then the like the working world where for example because I want to touch on where you obviously you went away to to New York to to do some like the, the training as well mm-hmm. before work like how was just having all those external factors how did that play a part in your relationship yeah, I think that's such a good question because I think that was probably one of the first times we felt like a real challenge mm. because like life was so different. We weren't together like, you know, 24-7 anymore. And although I did have like a year abroad whilst I was at uni, so I lived in Berlin for a year in mm. third year, that was our biggest time apart. Um, but it was like still like that uni vibe. I came home like every few months or so and he was busy at uni so it just it never felt like a really big deal yeah but then I think graduating from uni and then going to New York for like three months where mm. I was you know having the time of my life and like trying to like enjoy it and work hard and whatever whilst he was like you know at home in the UK that was really tough for us mm. because it was like a communication thing time zoned yeah like different priorities as well like I was very much like I'm here to network meet as many people as possible I can't be that girl that's in my room talking to my boyfriend Mm. and he kind of felt like he was just being left and like you know dropped to the side whilst I was like this go-getter person Mm. we had to have like a real conversation it was about like this is our like this is my time now like for my career and like me like moving on yeah and the same thing happened when we started work like so once I came back from New York and we were both working um like I work in finance I work in banking I'm an investment banker and so it's a I work really well fairly long hours and it's quite intense mm. and so you know we weren't seeing each other really in the week because I just didn't have like the mental capacity for it he also works in finance and asset management and for the first year like you guys will know like in the first year of like work regardless of whatever industry you're working so hard because you're yeah. trying to like build a brand build yourself learn as much yeah. as you can and we needed to give ourselves to our jobs at that time and I think that's where you have to have a real conversation again and just be like look this is what's important now like Mm. we love each other that's not going to change and we will make effort and time to do a date night on a Saturday or hang out around each other's houses on a Sunday for Sunday lunch or whatever Mm. and carve out that time for each other but it was like very intentional about the fact that work had to come first at that point Mm. so that's kind of what we did yeah because I think um also go on Sharon you go I was just gonna say just listening listening to that like I think that that is so important and I feel like a lot of people have that miscommunication Mm. in that area especially if um somebody's ahead of the curve almost so like if somebody's already started their career and then the other person is still like studying at uni I think sometimes 
that kind of difference or maybe not even just that sometimes like different industries as well yeah. so um if somebody's working extremely long hours and then the other person's kind of just doing like normal hours mm. it's kind of a bit like well why don't you have the time for me but it's like mate I've been here since seven <laughs> yeah um, the so but the question I was actually going to ask is um how did you also find it balancing the time that you spend with your friends as well mm. like because obviously you've mentioned that you would kind of try and have date nights on Saturday and then maybe like Sundays you would um kind of spend time at each other's houses how did you also kind of balance like your relationship with your friends and ensuring that you nurtured those as well yeah so just before you answer because I think Shannon wasn't it the other day we were having this conversation where we were just like it's like when people I know this we had this perception and it's actually kind of true that you know when people are in relationships getting that balance between you know seeing your friends and seeing your man someone always feels kind of neglected in some way shape or form so Mm. it'll just be interesting to know kind of how you kind of managed and dealt with that Mm. so this was actually something I really struggled with at the beginning of our Mm. relationship because I had so many different friendship groups that I always spent time with which is why I kind of wasn't really looking to get into a relationship in first year like uni was uni I wanted to meet so many people and like just party and have fun Mm. and I felt like I was like letting my friends down and not spending time with them and you know I think I just had to mature a bit because I realized that you know like if I actually am meant to be in this relationship I do need to give time to this other person who I supposedly care for Mm. and I did have to give that time and if anything my friends respected that because it was like oh my gosh wow you've met this person you're spending loads of time with them it's great you do have to find a balance so you know I wasn't seeing my friends every week but I was seeing them at least like every month and Mm. still going to people's birthdays and like and things like that and doing catch-up brunches and what have you Mm. um one thing that did change is obviously my relationship with my guy friends because Mm. I guess like I was intentionally spending less time with them um and at first it didn't feel comfortable but then you kind of just reach a point where you're like look like this is someone I'm spending what I think is the rest of my life with and therefore other friendships just naturally just I don't know like not fall away but they're just less important like Mm -hmm. you know who your friends are you know who you need to actually catch up with and spend time with who can be a message or a phone call and who can be like a full-on in-person brunch Mm. and that's kind of what transitioned and it's a time thing it's a maturity thing like I definitely was late to be like okay cool like I need to spend more time like less with like just you know endless brunches with girlfriends for no reason Mm. and figure out like who it is that actually adds to me who I enjoy being in the presence of like I'm not just spending £50 on a brunch to hang out with just, you know, anyone. <laughs> Those brunches be expensive. Wow. Honestly. Especially like, when you live in Essex, you have to now think about the travel. It's not even just the, the travel. Food. Yeah, Trust everything. Me. And I was, I was like, me, if, I, if it's Saturday, I'm out. Like, mm. I was always away. And it kind of just felt like I needed to kind of think about things more clearly, figure out who I wanted to hang out with and, like, how. And it wasn't that, like, you know anal I wasn't like oh I'm not hanging out with this person this person this person it just happened organically over time mm. and yeah it, there is a balance and some people don't hit it and I didn't hit it at the beginning but you eventually find your groove like and your true friend will never kind of like hold a grudge you know for mm. you. like it's a joke now that everyone's like you literally had a blindfold on you only saw Kaido for you know however <laughs> like, the beginning of the relationship but like now you know I'm always out with friends so it just it takes time 
Lovely. Yeah, I definitely wanted to ask you that because from my perspective, I feel like it seems like you struck that balance. Like I feel like mm. from like socials and stuff, I feel like you always see Syrah and like you always see like other friends and stuff. So I just thought it'd be interesting to get your perspective. Yeah, you should see my calendar. I'm like blocked out until like August the 31st at this point. <laughs> I thought I was bad. I literally told someone the other day, like I don't have a free weekend till July 17th. And yeah, she no. looked at me like I'm crazy, but I was just like... I'm also kind of like that. Like I try to schedule everything because otherwise I just won't know what I'm doing and where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. You went to Berlin for a year. Um, kind of said that that kind of didn't, did you say that didn't really impact you that much? Or yeah. did, you, or, I would say did like, you, did you feel the stress or the strain on it? I didn't necessarily, I feel like now I didn't feel like a strain. We, we didn't feel a strain on our relationship per se. Like Berlin for me mm. was like a big, like you know I was actually like in a different country for the first time living yeah. on my own and it was like I was you know learning a new like a language I studied German so like you know living in a country and having to do that by yourself is a growing period anyway like period mm. um but like I then leaned on him so much more because I needed some sort of like consistency like in my life because everything was new and he was the only thing him and my family obviously were the only thing that was consistent so mm. I felt like it kind of strengthened our relationship because I had so much more time for him like we FaceTimed every night mm. and like I think that was the beginning of us like FaceTiming every night because I we still do it now which is so nuts to me that like however many years on I'm still FaceTiming <laughs> every day and like even if we're in like the same country do you know what I mean like well like if I when I was like at home we'd like FaceTime every evening it was just like a normal thing mm-hmm. so I really like lent on him during that period and that's why I don't think I necessarily felt the strain because I had so much time like free mm-hmm. time as well to like hang out with him and for us to just be together like mm-hmm. albeit in different countries cool so I guess I don't know whether you'll be able to speak on this part but for me um recently I've been seeing quite a lot of people obviously you know how Dubai and how you know for me I've said I, I really want to and God willing still have an opportunity to work in Dubai um but I've actually spoken to quite a few people um about kind of you know how it is and we spoke about it on, on the pod as well in terms of the idea of you know going to another country and having to like if you do end up having a partner obviously before you go out and like balancing and maintaining that relationship for me personally I've just never really all like seen it work out though you might have the intention to obviously come back to the UK I personally always see long distance relationships as like something that just never really works yeah would there be kind of any kind of tips or things that you would say kind of need to be kind of uh, need to be in place for someone to kind of go away and work while also maintaining a relationship with someone back at home like communication is a hundred percent key um so like you said I'm based in Paris now I've been here for like five months and whilst you know we're basically in the same time zone we have to talk all the time like I, like we talk all day non-stop I mean like obviously not probably not during my working day but like mm. after in the morning when I finish work um up until we go to bed you know like mm. communication is so key and I think actually it's a really good point like I'm able to go home mm. whenever I want really like within reason and that is the only reason why I think I took this job 
had it been based somewhere else yeah and he didn't have the opportunity of coming with it wouldn't have been it would have been a non-starter so wow. I think it is really that's different. really sorry that is really wow interesting to hear. that is so interesting honestly honestly yeah when I just did think, you, when do you think part... that can I ask a question yeah, sorry yeah. on that when do you think that Kaede became like obviously correct me if I'm wrong if I'm using the wrong terminology but like when do you think Kaede became like a number one priority in your life mm. to the point where you'd say that you turn down the like an a, job oppo- a job opportunity because I think that's really interesting. Mm. I was I wouldn't have I expected think... Vanessa to say this, you know. Really, I'm actually not know... surprised though. It's been like six years. Like if this I... is your forever person, if yeah, this is your I mean, forever person, the thing, then I mean, like, we we obviously like talk about our relationship and like you know marriage and the timeline and when we expect that to be. And the pandemic mm. obviously threw like loads of things out of whack, and then this job came up and like. It, in that sense with that context it was very much a joint decision you know like when I saw this role like we talked about it and then it was only after we were like okay cool we can make it work that I even did interviews wow. you know so it was like a joint thing as opposed to me mm. just being like okay I'm gonna go for this and if it works out we'll figure it out but wow. we kind of definitely spoke that. about it um mm. beforehand and like the same with my parents as well you know like I like said to everyone like look this is something that I'm considering like I haven't had an interview yet but you know how would we make it work um Mm. and so I think yeah no for for me the point at which he became my number one priority like definitely like a few years in in the sense that like from the minute we started dating I was like I know that I actually really want to be with him forever um but we obviously need to grow and get to know each other Mm. better and blah, blah 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 like on my own I definitely felt like at the beginning he liked me more than I liked him. I liked him Ooh. and you know, he was great, but he, I definitely wasn't like, I wasn't like dying. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he has to be mine. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then it hit a point where I was like, damn, like I've actually fallen. My mum has always told me to like hold my guard up with men. Like she's always been like, like a guy can be your friend, you can date him, but you need to ensure that this guy loves you more than him. Like it, mm. more than you love him. Like it's always got to be that dynamic. Mm. And I remember mm. so clearly there was a point where I just was like, now nah, mum, I've let you down. <laughs> I love him. Like I just, I felt stupid. I was like, I actually don't know what would happen if things were to end or like whatever I almost like lost myself which is again not the kind of point you want to be like that's the other end of the spectrum you want to be on but now we're both like obviously like you know in it together and like this is what we want so yeah there was a point where he definitely became my number one priority like a couple years in where I was very much like any decision I make career-wise family-wise you know anything has to be one that we've made together because we're working very into I hate when people say oh dating with intention like but to because it makes it sound like you've got like a Christian dating app or something but do you know what I mean like <laughs> it's like it's just two people speaking mm. about what they want out of life and when mm. they want it yeah. and planning it together like you and your best friend talk about you know where you're gonna go here where you're gonna do that like mm. your dreams your hopes your plans why wouldn't you do that with someone that you want to spend the actual mm. your life with right mm. facts, so facts, facts. you know what yeah. yeah what I'm I'm taking I don't know about you guys but I'm taking so much from this you know yeah no honestly because I I think for me then this is what I meant in terms of just like that balance for me I'm always I I always feel like I have to choose between work and dating someone 
and I I can I've never really seen how the two can work but I think now just by you speaking about this it's clear that it needs to be a combined thing yeah you know what I mean um yeah no I'm just learning so much so I have to say that (laughs) sorry just going back to the point that your mum made um can you explain like why she I I think I I think I know why but um just for clarification can you explain why she said that you have to be in a position where the 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 man loves you more, likes you more than you like him? Well, like everyone knows the power dynamic, right? Men mm-hmm. have the power ultimately to mm. pick up and dash women mm. how they like, or how mm. they see fit, right? My mum always used to use this analogy. And honestly, I swear, I can't even say it without cracking up. She'd be like, a man will want his pound of jam, his spag bowl his jollof <laughs> rice he'll want all the different meals and you know he'll have a favorite meal that he'll always come home to mm. but men can be enticed by like multiple things yeah mm. if you have a guy who is like first and foremost your friend and then also like adores you mm. like you don't let that go like mm. and obviously it's really important how you feel I'm not saying just go for any guy that like is obsessed with you but <laughs> it's so important to like know those like see those things for what they are because a guy can whisper sweet nothings into your ear and mm. I quote from my mom mm. but he can also Whoa. jump and switch <laughs> to someone else as we've seen as well on socials like people exactly. can be together for so long and then just like move on to other people and I don't know I think what my mum was basically trying to say was that like where you find a good guy who really like you know adores you and likes you for who you are as a person like don't turn your nose up at that like for any reason Mm. um so yeah love that wise words yeah and I always look at my parents as an example that again is also quite cringe sometimes but they are ultimately like best friends they like lived like on like close streets when they were growing up and didn't really date until they were like I think maybe 16 17 and then you know got married and whatever so I always looked at them as like very kind of fairy tale and never thought that that would like happen for me and it did in a very like unexpected way and I think it's because my mum always said like just don't turn your nose up at like people you know like mm. I definitely looked at guy in first year and was like who is this guy I don't know him why is he saying you want to date me <laughs> but then you know I gave it the chance you know and like yeah I was massively like blown away so oh that's so beautiful I feel like I've I've definitely listening to you I feel like I've been challenged like I think my thinking and yeah. kind of my approach to certain things have definitely been challenged because I think I think like sometimes we feel and obviously it's so different for you because you've been in a relationship for a long period of time which is why I asked kind of when did he become that priority but I've always thought that kind of like you don't let no man come in the way of your career honey go get that bag honey all that kind of stuff but it's actually true there has to be a shift at some point because ultimately especially if that's your forever person you have to give it all you've got and I guess you don't want to get to a position where you're like uh if I didn't take that job we would like still be together or Weather. yeah and and it goes both ways right because like even this job for instance it's like massive responsibility it was a huge thing moving to a new country like but he was my biggest champion through it mm. like where I thought to myself I can't do it like I don't even know if I'm gonna bother like interviewing like what if I don't get it he was the one that was like pushing me and being my biggest like cheerleader throughout the whole process 
Mm. And you like you forget that it's not just like, oh, I'm a career, like I'm a go-getter, I'm a career woman. Like you when you have a partner, like someone who is pushing you along yeah. the way, like it's almost like I mean, obviously, like you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's like period, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't always tap into that strength. Sometimes someone's got to speak it into you. And like, Mm -hmm. that is 100% what he has done for me in my career. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a go-getter. I definitely am a type A person. I want to be better and do better. But there are times where I'm literally going to sit on my ass and be like, I can't be asked. Like, like B, you said that time when you had that meeting and you hated the person and they were really rude like I had so many points in my first couple of years of work where I was like you know like I don't want to do this anymore yeah and he was like pushing me to be like well find a new opportunity speak to this person like try and do like like and he was just so encouraging mm-hmm. and I think having a partner like you people underestimate how much a partner benefits you in all areas of your life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Oh, Vanessa, oh, Vanessa hey. should benefit you because hmm. not everybody's a kaide let me tell you that now <laughs> <Sorry. Some laughs> Some people, they'll be pouring hot water on those plans that you Absolutely. had for yourself. And I think, you know what? I think that's even a sign that maybe this person isn't for you because yeah. why yeah. should someone be kind of taking away, you know what I mean, a part of you or like, you know, re- removing you from places where you are destined to be? Like, like, I think that's a very good point that Vanessa mentioned that, you know, actually, even though it might not be the best scenario in terms of the relationship and just being together, but if there is an opportunity where it can work do you know what I mean the person should be the person that's going to champion you and like help you go for it and think about ways as to how we they can make it work as well and also what they can do to help you not just say oh yeah you're going away leaving me here oh my god but it's gonna benefit both (laughs) of you as well yeah and I, I I always say this but like the actual only difference between like Kaede and my actual like best friend ever mm. in the world is the fact that he's like my lover as well like I adore him and want him like I want to have his babies and be married and like live life together yeah. like the same way you guys have your relationship and you as friends like prop each other up and like yeah like, that is all a relationship is mm. like and that's all I think it should be uh, added to the fact that you're like sexually attracted to each other like Mm -hmm. I I really feel it doesn't have to be that complicated you should look at your friendships and think I want that in someone yeah Mm. definitely I feel like we overcomplicate things absolutely much and it's just like it just it can really just go back to those basics like are you my friends like would I actually want to spend every waking moment with you do you encourage me do I want to speak to you when I'm happy when I'm sad or like do you know what I mean like I think Mm. oh wow Sharon you're really digging deep for this one (laughs) no 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 I'm just thinking like I think but you know what it is as well though I think just as you grow older it does Mm. become more complicated because I think when you're at university it's a bit kind of just like like what's he studying where does he study and is he good looking like that's it when you're older you're thinking hmm what's his ambitions yeah what's his goal is he making any money can he hold up this household like do you know what I mean yeah yeah no I completely get you like it it definitely isn't that simple and I completely romanticize it sometimes but yeah like I I think I think it can be though yeah it can be way more simple and I think actually also now in the time that we're in god I feel so old when I say this but even when we were in first year I don't feel like we had as many options like as in it's not like everyone everyone was on insta but it's not like 
everyone yeah. was on Insta yeah, and yeah, yeah. everyone was <laughs> it's not like you could see a million things a million people and think oh let me try that person that person that person mm. it was very much like you were very focused on like who you saw in person and mm. what really made an effort in person to like chat mm-hmm. whereas now like I don't know I, I could not date in this environment I'm not gonna lie Sis, mm. why do you girl. think I'm still single <laughs> This is my war ground. This is my battlefield. Please. Battlefield, you know. Axes on every sa- angle side. I'm just, oh gosh. It is well. Honestly. Oh gosh. Yeah. Trials and tribulations, but we move, Sha. <laughs> it's not all right, like daisies and sunshine. Like, mm. he, we get on each other's nerves. We argue. Like, it is a very, very normal, like, friendship relationship. Mm. Like, mm. we get annoyed with each other all the time. So. There's also that aspect of things. Yeah, I was gonna ask when... since since so obviously you've been in Paris for five months. So like, has there been like any strains on your relationship? Because obviously, Paris is not that far away, but at the same time, it's not like you can just like jump on the train and then no, go. No, but it like... seems like Vanessa does jump on the plane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it seems like she does. Put me out, please. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, honestly, I swear to God, if I go on Insta and I don't see Vanessa in the clouds, I'm thinking, where is this girl? <laughs> trust me. Yeah. Trust me. I She's so trust done. Me. Okay, so I actually have to. I, do you know what? I'm so glad I'm on the podcast so I can actually just like put a disclaimer out there. <laughs> One, there was a pandemic. <laughs> And therefore, there was a lockdown in Paris. So when I arrived in Paris, there was no there was no lockdown. I was living life while you lot were struggling in the UK. I was going shopping. I was living my best life. Don't kill then me. Then lockdown here, and I was like, I actually can't deal. Like it's one thing working and being, mm. but then on the weekend, and we had a curfew, right? So the curfew was like six pm or seven pm. Sorry, I know pm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's early. So, so were you me, just to clarify, Vanessa? So when it was locked down in in Paris, were you working in the office still or from home? I was in the office. Okay. Um, because I have like essential worker status. I don't know. Don't 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 ask me. <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently, bankers pa- bankers are essential workers, and we are. Money. We're we're running. Yeah. We're helping the economy run. Exactly. So you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, like it was just tough, and I had to be honest with myself. I was like, I don't want to be here on the weekends. And for me, as part of my package when I moved over, my firm was covering my travel for six months, so okay. I could go home when and as and when I wanted. And so, you know, whatever weekend I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm going home. So yeah, that's basically what I did. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because Vanessa being those clouds, boy. Wow, yeah. honestly. <laughs> but yeah, Paris though hasn't necessarily put a strain on our relationship. I guess because I've been able to go home quite often. I would say that like probably the most difficult time has been like maybe like the past like month or so, but more because of our like different what's going on in our lives so he's currently revising for finance exams which he finishes this week so like once that's over I feel like we'll have our like normal kind of like being able to chat every day and like Mm. I mean we still chat every day but he's so stressed that it's like it's external factors that always like you know kind of like play a role in things being difficult but yeah I haven't seen him in a couple months just because he's been revising so you you see me in London but seeing other people because I actually have now time to see friends that I haven't seen in six months or like a Mm. year Mm. um because I'm not going home and like seeing him so it's like actually worked out quite well that we've got the balance of being able to 
do other things I love that what are you most looking forward to like for the future of your relationship would you say I'm really oh god I'm really excited to see him like as a dad it's so weird like I really can't wait to see like a child like our child not a child (laughs) (laughs) I get so weird when I talk about kids because it's so weird like for some reason I I really don't want kids until a certain age now like I thought I was gonna want kids at this point and there's just so much in life that I want to do before Mm. kids and the only reason I say that is because like I grew up in a big family and I've seen the way my parents like you know sacrificed doing Mm -hmm. xyz because they had the four of us and Mm -hmm. now that we're all a bit older they're now like okay cool we can do xyz Mm -hmm. but I do kind of feel like whilst I have the time I have the job I have right now the money I have I want to be able to do things before I'm responsible for a human being yeah so yeah when I think about kids I'm like yeah that's so cute but like way down the line but yeah Yeah. that's one thing I'm really excited for for like our kid to like see him with our kid that's I'm Mm -hmm. really excited for that and then just like plans we've like been together for a while now and just to think like in a few more years like we'll have like either our own home already or we'll be you know in another part of the world like creating life together like Mm. that's just something I find like really exciting like it's one thing to plan your own life and when I was younger I was like I really want to work in New York I want to do this I want to do that but then to share those like dreams and like plans with someone else that you like ultimately adore Mm. is like like I don't know it's like a really unique feeling um Mm. and just knowing that there's someone that's like always going to be there you know what I think that's such a good point because I think for me and I think me actually I feel like Shine again we probably had this conversation I feel like all these things you know me and Shine, we, we do can I just make a disclaimer we do talk about other oh, things yes. please every <laughs> time me and Sharon we're talking about this <laughs> no but obviously we've been friends for a while so obviously yeah. so many things have obviously come up but um I think that point you made is is such a good point and that's something that I I haven't been able to obviously have that feeling but mm. you know when you have like plans and it's like you can't it's hard to visualize like your future yeah. Yeah. when there's no one there yeah yeah um, and <laughs> yeah. It, it it makes it more scary because obviously you know you're you were lucky in the sense that you met him when you're quite young but obviously as we're older now like we need it's like you kind of have to strike that balance between making plans for yourself but then like also kind of thinking okay if someone were to come into the picture like how much would that alter it because it's yeah like, I don't know do you know what about I mean? that a lot because yes. obviously I think it's it's not a secret like I want to relocate to Dubai at some point mm. and work there for a couple of years but my whole thing was and I think I've said this on the pod before yeah, you but did. my whole thing was I won't move until I have a partner and someone that I've been with for a while because kind of my uncle we've had this conversation I've had this conversation with my uncle before and he's kind of said that he knows of people who've relocated for work, especially to like the Middle East and stuff where the black community isn't as populous. Mm. Um, and they've just found themselves in a situation where they really can't find anyone. So I was just like, oh my goodness, I have to find somebody in this England first. And then they have to also be open to long distance relationship and time zone differences. And then I'll move to Dubai. But then I'm like, now I'm like 24 and I'm thinking, I can't lie, like how long will I be waiting for this yeah, man? Like, I've got to get a move thing. on. I've got to get my states on. So I feel like, striking that balance is so hard because you don't want to stop your plans but at the same time you don't want to spoil them either do you know what I mean yeah Yeah. but yeah and I'm not gonna get like philosophical here but like at the end of the day like you have to live your life 
for you and mm. what do you will come like obviously yes put yourself out there try and meet new people and like I get what you're saying in terms of like having the plan because you know that you want to date someone here before you move mm. but like you just can't you can't allow yourself to be like trapped by like the necessity mm. to like have that happen like mm you could find someone in Dubai and like meet them within the first like week of you being there like that could happen yeah yeah someone after a year of being there like it's just very much like you know like keep living in the now and then you know what will be will be but then also Definitely. also even making these plans sometimes you do actually just compromise and you mm. will willingly compromise so mm. like I definitely you know want to work in New York as does Kaide and we we do want to kind of live life there but you know this job came up and I'm in Paris now and you know for god knows how much longer but then what if New York doesn't happen like it's very much like you kind of just make those like you make the plans but they might not happen and we just Mm. had a global like we're having we're in the middle of a pandemic like no one could have planned that like so Mm -hmm. for the next few years like yes we can make plans but you know life goes on like it just reminds me of that verse I think it's in proverbs where it talks about you can make your plans but the lord orders your footsteps Mm. and also I think just going back to your point like you're so right it just kind of got to the point where I was just like I can't lie like this is a passion that I have a desire that I have to work Mm. in the middle east like man or no man like I have to move on with my life like am I gonna Mm. say that I'm not gonna do what I want to do because I'm here waiting like my mum I was having so my mum listens to the pod sometimes and she was listening to one of the episodes um and she I think it was the episode with Junior and she was saying that she knows somebody in our church who (laughs) sorry it's not funny but it's just so it's just so funny so um there was this lady in our church and she said oh like she saw this guy and she was like yeah like I believe that's my husband Hmm. but she never ever ever approached him she never spoke to him. She just, she just, like, wait. I don't know what she was waiting for, but she just stayed there, sort of thing. And I think there was even a time, like, he even approached her to ask her a question or something. I think she was like, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what the question was about. Um, and even in that, she didn't like use that opportunity to get to know him better. She was just waiting for him to ask her out or something. She waited seven years. Huh? And the guy. She waited seven years, and the guy moved church, and that was it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh I was not expecting it to end that way. I, I was, was just when my mom told me the story, I said, So what did she go to the next chat? My my mom was like, No, she's still she's in her forties and she's just like, Yeah, that, that was the man for me and I didn't and I just left. I said Huh? Nah, honestly, Whoa. I just I believe my eyes. My ears were I can't I can't believe that because yeah, because you know how we're women we want guys to approach us and stuff like that, but God gave her an opportunity. He asked you, you a question and you missed it. That's mm. how you just block your blessings. Like, <laughs> wow, I was not expecting that ending. <laughs> um, when my mum told me that, I was so confused. I was like, wait, so what? Like, she, she just waited for seven, seven. Do you know how long seven years is? Mm. In seven years' yeah. time, I will no longer be in my 20s. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's such a long time. Sorry, a bit off topic, yeah, but not off topic. So obviously, you know, like you said, you you guys have kind of established, okay, cool, like eventually we're going to get married. Eventually we're going to like, you know, maybe live across the world or whatever. And I actually want to talk about something that I think we spoke about once was about uh, destination weddings. I know it's really like... Oh, topic, I was going to ask right? this actually. Because oh I, the reason gosh. why I want to bring it up is because 
previously a couple of episodes ago we spoke about Shayla makeup Shayla's wedding mm. that she had in Cabo and um just the fact that like she then put up her video and I think I saw Tammy watching it just mm. about destination weddings and things like that watch that video because yeah that video confirmed mm. that confirmed. Confirmed. yes I just wanted to having, like destination wedding I wanted to actually get your opinion on it because I know that you have an opinion of wanting to do a wedding abroad. And obviously, we've kind of sp- everyone we've spoken to, we've kind of touched on weddings. So I guess it'll be good to also get your own opinion. Like, what are you kind of thinking like about, you know, doing it abroad, etc.? Like, what is, what's your kind of, yeah, what's your opinion on it? Yeah, so <laughs> it's such a touchy <laughs> subject. Um, purely because, like, I come from a huge family, right? And like, mm-hmm. I'm the firstborn of my parents and yeah it's just it's crazy because i already know this story but go <laughs> even me as well i know it <laughs> so yeah i personally am, i'm of the opinion that our white wedding will be abroad just because i can't have a thousand people come to my wedding i just can't do it <laughs> and the thing is you know your dad can bring him as in <laughs> yeah trust me the time he turned 50 and there were literally 600 people there so from the, time, not... your dad, from the time your dad said that so if I'm gonna if I'm coming to you, I'm gonna have ten tables. I said <laughs> if you're having ten tables at mine, I don't even know I don't even yeah. know how many tables <laughs> Wait, are you not deeper? Not ten people or ten, ten, tables. ten, ten, ten tables. tables. I just said okay, because <laughs> I didn't know what else I didn't know what else to say. This is what I'm saying, right? I, this is the same man. I said to him, I said because obviously he passes the church. So I said to him, if you want to invite people from your church, that's that's fair. But mm. I'm giving you like three tables maximum at my wedding if I'm going to if you're going to invite your congregation. And genuinely, like my dad, my dad and I, my dad and I talk every day. This was maybe like two or three years ago. I'm not even gonna lie. We did not speak. He was really really upset with me. Hmm. And it became like an actual thing. My mum was like, you just don't oh, talk gosh. about weddings. Like, just don't talk about it. Like, <laughs> just wait until you're even engaged to have a conversation. Like, just don't. Mm-hmm. And it was so, so real for me at that moment because I was like, damn, like, you know, for my parents, like, or for any African parent, like, mm. when their kids get married and it's their firstborn, and again, as well, with daughters, like, yeah. he really wants to, it's their wedding, it's their day. So I've gotten over it and I'm just like, you can do what you want for my trad. And I think mm. we've now got gone to an agreement that the trad will be insanity. Whoever <laughs> they want to invite, they can invite. But Not insanity, y'all. They, no, I can just imagine no, it. Like, it. I've just, yeah. That, just Taylor, like, that Taylor that's getting the material is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better start gathering the yards said, now. I said, said they have to put the bill because, like... Oh, yeah. I've said that to my dad as well. Like, mm. I said, you want, if you want a big chat, you, yeah. you guys pay for it because I'm not doing that. <laughs> and he said he was happy to, so there we go. Uh, but, yeah, the white wedding, <laughs> I'm 100% doing abroad. Like, yeah. Yeah, I just thought I'd ask that question because, yeah, I love that. Yeah, because uh, I was going to say, because... um. On the wedding thing, I think my dad told me that um, it was like a big thing in your house that your dad was not speaking to. Then, I, then he was looking at me like, "Okay, what do you think about that?" And I was just like, "Well, <laughs> so I it's no wedding." I was like, well, "How did I get in it?" Like, I was, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I don't know." Like, I, I guess it's her wedding. I was like, I, was like, I, I don't know. And me, I don't, I don't have a ring on my finger, so I was like, "Why is it yeah. so deep?" Like, 
I was genuinely like 21 at the time. I was really like, nah, I don't yeah. understand why we're fighting. But yeah. And my, and my dad keeps on forgetting that you're not engaged. So he's like, oh, when's the wedding? I'm like, um, wait. Not that, that he keeps forgetting that she's not engaged. Yeah, but... <laughs> like, I swear, honestly, I swear, maybe like two, three weeks ago, she was, he, was, he was like, oh, when's the wedding? I'm like, dad, um, you haven't been him, told him it. and every other family member I swear like they'll meet Kylie and ask him to his face and I'm like you know what there's actually like protocol and etiquette honestly like, don't be asking my man in front of me like when he's going to propose like oh my god so rude. Like, when's the win I'm like um dad uh <laughs> there's not there's not a ring yet Ooh, I'm like, oh sorry. really sorry I didn't know but actually that that's an interesting question so also you guys have been together for a while and obviously, like, I, you know, I just feel like as a typical kind of, you know, coming from an African household and things like that, you know, after a certain while, I'm sure that there must have been a lot of commentary from, like, African parents forcing you guys to kind of be like, why haven't you guys got together? Like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. How have you kind of balanced those external pressures and, and kind of factors? Because obviously, I know that you guys will want to kind of do certain things, achieve certain things before you get married. What? how did you kind of like steer away from the pressures and just like normal kind of societal kind of measures in terms of a year like when you're together for three years why are you together longer for three years blah 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 blah, that sort of thing yeah I mean we, to be fair we blocked out the noise so people who didn't matter like it was very much like you know like everyone at church it's like oh you've been with him for ages like what's going mm. on like, uh, your opinion I really don't care for so <laughs> bye <laughs> But then, like, you've got people like my grandma who I just, I love her so much. And she's mm. getting older. And I'm and she's like, she keeps saying to me, she's like, I'm not going to be here very long. Like, <laughs> I want to see my grandkids. And I'm just, she was like, she wants to see her great grandkids. And I was just like, you know what? Like, yes, like, we definitely want to get married. But people mm. understood as well that we were like, look, we're both working quite intense jobs. Like, we've mm. got really good positions and we really want to do well like we want to start off well we don't want to be distracted and Mm. also like even at work like I mean people get looked at like if I went into work today and I was like I'm engaged people would be like you're a baby like do you mean like perception of like maturity and like where you are in life at work versus like you know your friends are within our own culture etc and I really feel like it's weird I've turned 25 and I kind of felt like I'd be married at this point when I was way younger but Mm. now I feel like I'm actually so young Mm. um and like whilst we will get engaged like you know in the next like however long Mm. I still kind of feel like I'm really young and there's so much time before like all of that kind of stuff needs to happen but at the same time we want to start our lives you know together properly you know we're not going to live together before we're married like all that mm. kind of thing and we can't start our lives together until we are married and mm. so we are really eager for that to happen so you know when the time is right it will it will happen yeah, yeah I was gonna ask um because you guys obviously you're in Paris and he's here do you feel like like you moving to Paris put like a hole on your kind of relationship progress if that makes sense because I, I would imagine like not obviously other people people would be like oh but do you not feel like this job is going to get in the way of like you guys getting married and things like that do you do you feel that pressure as well like other people thinking like maybe you taking this job in Paris um could put like a halt to your relationship yeah I 100% like but even before like I took the offer like it was very much like what does this mean like as in how long we spoke about how long I would do this for 
when would I come back? How long would our engagement be? Would I get married by the time we come back? Like we spoke about all of that in like at great length. Mm. So once we had an idea of timeline was when I was like, okay, cool. I can take this. It does make sense for me to take this job and be away from the UK for X amount of like time. Mm. Um, so yes, but then I, again with the noise it's just like okay other people's the people who know us and know our relationship and what our intention is like know that right so mm. there's no need for other like I don't have to justify it to anyone else I, yeah. well, I don't feel like I have to uh so yeah we both kind of know what it is we know what our timeline is but yeah it did it I mean like I said we definitely thought we'd get married like you know like now and then the pandemic happened and then this job happened and you know things have just been thrown out of whack so like Sharon said you know those who make plans it it just is what it is you make plans but God really is the one that directs our footsteps Amen. 100% I love that because I feel like it just goes back to your earlier point about you will compromise and you'll compromise willingly as well like you're happy for like you know it to not just be a rigid like in five years it will be like five years plus or minus x or whatever yeah do you know what i'm just so glad we've been doing these episodes because obviously they're for our listeners but i think recently like i've really been think i've really been picking up a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and i've actually genuinely been reflecting on some of the stuff that i've been listening to because i genuinely don't think i've necessarily had like the healthiest view of relationships Um, yeah it's so important to talk I think yeah because that's one thing that I was really like obviously I said about my parents but even with Kylie like I was like you need to speak to people that like you like trust or Mm -hmm. like you know look up to about like how they do things in their household because that's something that we we had very different like views on you know like his parents are very different to mine Mm. um but it's so important to like speak to people because you just don't know otherwise you know exactly and even Mm. some of the things that you mentioned today like I was like wow like, I didn't know that that would even be like a thought so like you know how from the outside mm. you can think oh this is probably how things operate and this is probably how things are but actually you don't know that actually in relationships regardless of where you are in life and stuff it always requires compromise and yeah you know, having mm. to let go of certain things that might mean a lot to you but in the grand scheme of things to, for you guys in your future it's not it's nothing do you know what I mean mm. so yeah I, that's yeah. my main thing that I've taken away I'm just like hey mm. god no it's true like the whole prioritization like aspect yeah. like actually getting to the point where you have to be like I can't lie like ultimately my goal is to spend my life with this person and so mm. everything kind of come, becomes secondary to that not necessarily yeah. that you'll now not achieve any of your goals because of this one thing but then you have to now it's start about thinking working about together how can we yes. work together to achieve yeah. them yeah and include them in your plans that yeah include them in your plan okay Mm. (laughs) listen i got my nose full (laughs) (laughs) no honestly and do you know what it is sorry i know i keep going on but i think like i just never i don't know maybe because well first of all i don't really have that many friends who are in long-term relationships yeah not at all i think you might either to be honest yeah i genuinely i genuinely think you might actually be the only one Mm. off the top of my head but anyway um so I think I just never really sit down and have these kind of conversations. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Where you can just sit down and just ask the person questions yeah. and stuff. But so I think that's what? why I'm like, genuinely like... Like, it's so weird. This girl DM'd me one time. Like, I do know her. She's a friend of a friend. And she was like, I really just want to talk to you because I've seen, like, how your, like, relationship is on Insta. Mm. And I just want to, like, get 
dinner and like wine and just have a chat oh my about, god like, oh, and, stuff. and it was really weird to me at the time because I was like I am by no means like you know out mm. giving like relationship advice but genuinely we just had like the best conversation like I learned from her she learned from me and mm. it was just so nice for her That's to like so think beautiful. like I just want to reach out and like speak to someone about it mm. um, and it was really weird for me and I it made me think like I really actually want to do that to someone who's like older than me and like yeah. maybe like yeah you know, married and whatever and not like it'd be weird just be like look I just want to like pick your brains you know um so thank you so much Vanessa that that was so interesting and I feel like I've definitely I feel like I say this all the time but I feel like I've definitely learned a lot and I think like I said earlier it's really challenged my thinking so thank you so much for being on the pod um thank you everyone for listening as always um Follow us on our socials at btspod underscore. Our episodes drop every Monday, so make sure you tune in. And also let us know what you're thinking using hashtag btspod on Twitter. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com